That's what makes us tough. And we keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully a historical comeback. Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. Today, we'll say hi to Yvette Jenkins. She's the founder of Love Travels Imports. Then, we'll visit with Aisha Blake, the founder of Opal Grove Games. Then, Naima Melanson. She is the owner and designer of Young Socialites Clothier. And it's all about people finding their opportunity in Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. As we begin with Opportunity Detroit, we meet Yvette Jenkins. Yvette is the founder of Love Travels Imports. The name alone has my attention. Yvette, welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Thank you, Paul. I really appreciate you um, having me here today. I want to know about Love Travels Imports. Tell me all about it. Well, um, ironically, the Love Travels Imports, I've been traveling since I was 17 years old. And it the name itself comes from a love of travel and love traveling. One of the first um, artisan groups that I worked with, their tagline was spread the love. And so Love Travels from the artisan to you, the end user. Uh, we curate, retail, and produce ethically handmade accessories, home decor, and gift items. And we do that from the wonderful city of Detroit, Michigan. I love this idea. I, did, I didn't know anything about what to expect here, Yvette. And, and what I'm hearing is fabulous because I can certainly see, understand, uh, that behind every item is a story. Uh, of its of its beauty, why it caught your eye uh, uh, during your many visits, traveling since you were 17 to South Africa, Guatemala, Peru, Haiti. So it's great because these aren't just imports that you see in a store and you buy them and you walk away. These items have a lot of love, no pun intended, but a lot mm-hmm. of love and a very good story attached to all of them. Absolutely. And what I've found, Paul, is that an artisan, when they're making something, particularly something that is handmade, they put their energy into it, really their love. And a lot of what motivates them is being able to care for their families. And so this is a way for them to creatively uh, do that. And so, and what I also find ironically is that often when people touch the various items, there's an energy there, too. And I believe that the right thing finds the right home. Well, it's interesting, too, as we speak with Yvette Jenkins, founder of Love Travels Imports, which you, you don't automatically know what they do until you hear from Yvette, as we are right now. But in your own words, the mission is to bring to others a love of handcrafted art, love of the sustainable earth, and a love of helping your neighbors which means you have a lot of satisfaction in doing what you do. You know, that is absolutely correct. And I I must say 
that uh, my mom was really a huge influence in all of this. Um, at a very early age, she taught me how to sew, knit, crochet, and love books. And with books, you know, my mindset is when you have a book, you have no reason to be bored. And so through books, I was able to travel and experience a lot of different cultures. And so when I had the opportunity at 17 to start traveling, it just was a huge influence on me. And it also helped me develop my eye. You know, when you're out there and you're looking at things, there are some things that are typical. But I think I have a real knack for looking and seeing things that are unique and different and that can capture people's interests you know, and, and, and that type of thing. Well, let me, since you mentioned it a couple of times, you got to travel starting at about 17. Tell me a bit mm-hmm. more about yourself, your background, and, and in fact, why at 17 you started to be able to travel the world. You know what's so funny, Paul? Um, it was really a, a bit of rebellion, um, the, the travel, at least, the, the, you know, the particular destination for that first trip. Uh, my high school Um, we were uh, looking at where we wanted to go for our class trip. And (laughs) they selected London. And I was like, London? I wanted to do the Hawaiian thing. London? No, I don't want to go on that trip. I want another kind of trip, right? right? And so I ended up going to New York to visit family. And it was the first time being on a plane by myself. Um, and, you know, exploring the big city, New York, which is just such a, a vibrant, different thing. When you're from the Midwest, going into New York is a big shock to your system. Oh, I know. And <laughs> I worked there for five years, moving from Monroe, Michigan. Although I was working here at WJR uh, on uh-huh. a regular basis, I moved basically from Monroe, Michigan to New York City. You want to talk about culture shock. Oh, absolutely. And it's so funny because uh, my family, they lived on Long Island. And so my uncle put me on the plane much earlier. And so this was before there were like cell phones to readily tell people differences. Mm. So I had to figure out when I arrived, it was a different gate. And so I had to start to learn to figure out how to navigate in a new place with new experiences. In fact, it was so funny, Paul. Um, my family took me on a, a subway ride, and um, all of a sudden, you know, if you've ridden subways, the lights went out. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, there's a problem here. <laughs> and you noticed you know, no one else was reacting. <laughs> no, nobody else. I'm like, huh? And they all talked a little funny to my Midwestern ear. Uh, and so that was my introduction. And at that, after that, I started traveling at least two different places a year. I'd save up my money from my little part-time job and then just started exploring the country and then the Caribbean, then Europe, and then just on and on after that. And now, as a vendor in this year's Cadillac Square Markets, uh, you're able to help us connect. From what I can see, your works of art that you collect in all your travels, uh, your works of art can connect distant people, uh, cultures, in ways only what I'd have to say would be a love travels import can. Yes. And you know what's so wonderful about that, Paul? I see the excitement and joy when people look in the window and it brings them in 
and they see some of the different things like the finger puppets or other things like that, their faces light up. And there's something really gratifying, you know, to see, uh, you know, because as adults, sometimes we can get jaded. We can, you know, have a lot of stress in our lives. But to walk in and see the joy that lights up people's faces when they see something that just gives them, you know, just a wonderful, good feeling. And I love being a part of the Cadillac Square Market. We're almost like a little community there. Some of the other different vendors, I mean, we greet each other. We're in, it's like a little town, if you will. And it's just such a great feeling to be a part of something with these other really wonderful small businesses, um, so many women-owned businesses and Detroit businesses. I I, I just am so grateful and thankful for the experience. Well, it sounds like a wonderful experience, both for you as the founder of Love Travels Imports and for your potential customers, the folks that will come and see you during these holidays at Cadillac Square Markets. Um, do you have a permanent storefront? Yes, we are over on Livernois. Um, I'm inside a ceramic studio over there. Um, but I've been on Livernois since they did that first light up Livernois. The address is 19939 Livernois Avenue, and it's in Detroit, 48221. And so, you know, we've been there, and that's really been a, a great experience as well, being part of something that was a very positive thing for Detroit, which is the light up Livernois and, you know, the things that they do there. But as I said, I'm, I'm just really grateful for this opportunity um, in Cadillac Square because, you know, I frankly didn't get downtown a lot. But to see that tree, oh, my God, it gives me such a feeling of, of just really joy, sure. you know, to be a part of something that because as a kid, I remember how downtown used to be really bustling during the holidays with people and just this energy. And that's what really what I'm experiencing in the Calax Square Market as people are walking down the boardwalk. It's really reminiscent of, you know, my childhood experiences during the holiday season. So what are we going to find when we come visit you there at the Cadillac Square Markets uh, at Love Travels uh, uh, Imports? What, what, give us a quick uh, overview of some of the items that you've tr collected around the world. Yeah, oftentimes, you know, the thing that might bring someone in are these hand-needle-felted uh, puppets. They're from Nepal, and we have some ornaments as well. And I've been working with a number of artisan groups for a long time, and, and one of them from Haiti, and Haiti is experiencing a whole lot of challenges right now. Um, some handmade jewelry made out of uh, Mallorca seeds, which are native to Haiti, and uh the cow horn um, earrings and other things. Cow, the cow horn, the cows naturally shed the horns, and they take and repurpose these to make the most incredible jewelry. And I've been working with artisans in Peru. In fact, there's a group called Mother Mothers in Action, and they have these beautiful hand knit alpaca scarves and sweaters. And then we also have oh, from South Africa. Oh, these are just so fun. They are little leather elephant necklaces. Uh, they just give you such joy when you see them and when you see people wear them. They're just, they attract a lot of attention. And we've got baskets 
baskets from Wave Baskets from Ghana, other knitted baskets from Tanzania. And, you know, it's just, oh, and these really great socks. These socks are, for, well, socks from South Africa, mohair and wool. And, you know, this time of year, you need something that's going to kind of yeah. keep you warm, but with moisture. And then these other socks that are just so amazing. They're reminiscent of African textiles. I could go on and on, but come on down. You can just see the variety. Yeah, got to come down and experience it all. And there's so much going on that's uh, really a lot of fun. Uh, now that we know more of the story, traveling since you were 17, bringing back the love and sharing the love through love, travels, imports, uh, and uh, in those Cadillac Square markets or at your uh, bricks-and-mortar store, 19939 Livernoy. Um, and is there a website we can send our listeners to as well? Oh, absolutely. It's um, www.lovetravelimports.com. In fact, I'm getting ready to ship some baskets out to a, a customer today. All right. Well, you might be doing that uh, after we're done with the program for another customer, because I can't wait <laughs> to look online and see everything you have. And, and I can guarantee, just from talking with you, we're looking at really a whole bunch of one-of-a-kind items that uh, that people aren't going to see anywhere else and so they can take the opportunity to get that special present or presents for those special people on our lists. Yvette Jenkins, congratulations and uh, continued good luck and success to you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much for having me here with you today. Well, this is what Opportunity Detroit is all about. You're taking advantage of your opportunity. Yvette Jenkins, founder of Love Travels Imports. Uh, and uh, uh, right now, go to Cadillac Square Markets and enjoy for the holidays some incredible finds as we continue with more incredible finds right here on Opportunity Detroit. we continue to discover some of the great uh, events and uh, people who are found in this year's Cadillac Square Markets for the holidays, we come upon Opal Grove Games and the founder of Opal Grove Games, Aisha Blake. Aisha, welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Thank you so much for having me. I Maybe it's in the name, but I would love to know what, in fact, Opal Grove Games is. Absolutely. So we are a tabletop game store. I put emphasis on tabletop games because we do get a few calls about video games here and there. But uh, we sell board games, card games, role-playing games, any anything that you might play at a tabletop with uh, friends and family. So I, I, I hesitate to use this, uh, this term, but I'm going to use it. Um... In a sense, and you'll correct me on all of this, but in a sense, it's like the old-fashioned games many of us grew up playing that had nothing to do with a television set or a screen of any kind. So there is a mix of that. Uh, I hope, and I, and we've certainly gotten the sense from our customers so far, that there is a sense of nostalgia. There is this attraction to spending that face-to-face time, truly face-to-face time with people. Um, But there is, especially in the last several years, such 
uh, a renaissance of modern games. There's so much that we're, I feel like we're, we're just introducing people to that has been uh, developed and designed much more recently. Um, it's, it's a lot more, I think, than most people expect. Well, explain that a little bit more, because we don't know what to expect from a place called Opal Grove Games. So uh, wet our appetite a little bit, and and along with that, is there a, a website we can uh, tune into to kind of see what you have before we make our way down to Cadillac Square Markets? You can find us at opalgrovegames.com. We are also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as Opal Grove Games. Uh, but as for what we offer, so I'll start at sort of the beginning uh, with Dungeons and Dragons. So that's hopefully going to be familiar to a lot of people. That's sort of the the role playing game in a lot of people's minds. But what people often don't know is that there is a whole world of independent role playing games. So you have a whole shelf of those. Uh, the way that I like to start people off is by asking, what kind of stories do you like? And that helps me to tune into the types of role-playing games that might be fun for them. Uh, and that could range from anything to uh, just quick stories that you tell together in you know, maybe as little as 20, 30 minutes to huge epics that you tell over the course of years. Um, it's all, in all kinds of different sort of genres and um, ways to develop your own characters. Um, but in addition to that, there has been just an absolute explosion of new board games coming out. So, you know, when people come in, they they recognize, like, oh, you know, I love... I love Catan or I love Monopoly or Uno. Those are those are like the classics that people that people think of. Even things like the real classic like chess. Uh, those are the things that people sort of gravit- gravitate to because because they recognize them. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking of uh, two of my four children. I especially Jamie and Natalie love uh, board games, puzzles, a lot of stuff that you don't hear a lot about, but it's out there, and the people that love them are out there. But you certainly, Aisha Blake, must have been a gamer most of your life, or you wouldn't have come up with the concept of Opal Grove Games, I wouldn't think. Yeah, so I grew up playing a lot of those sort of modern classic games with my family. Play a lot, To this day, we play a lot of Boggle, a lot of, a lot of categories, Scrabble, those sorts of things. Uh, it really wasn't until I moved to Detroit, actually, that I would say I got into board gaming as a hobby. I came here as a Jesuit volunteer. Uh, my friends in that in that program all moved away after a year, which was also my plan. Uh, but I just loved Detroit so much, I decided to stay. Wait a minute. T- but- tell me that again. I didn't quite make it out. Oh, you came in as a what? I came to Detroit as a Jesuit volunteer. Uh, so my plan had been to stay here for one year, volunteering full-time, and then move back to New York City. And uh, clearly that didn't happen. That was in 2013. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> you know, we always hear that. I came for a moment, but stayed. Exactly. Well, good for you. I hope you're loving the experience. Absolutely. I I love Detroit. I love the people I've met here, and uh, that actually includes a board gaming group that I met through couch surfing, which is a whole other story. <laughs> um, but that was that was my first set of friends in Detroit. We met on a weekly basis for a good long time purely to play board games. And it just introduced me to so many modern board gaming experiences that I just hadn't known existed. And so a big part of creating this business for me and my partner, Ben, is really sharing that joy with people. Well, that's fascinating. Anytime you can take something that gives you great pleasure and one of your primary goals is to introduce that same opportunity to other people, either people who have like uh, ideas and views and desires or people who've never thought about it, and you're introducing them to the world of games. Um, I think that's a big deal. Uh, OpalGroveGames.com. OpalGroveGames.com. Do you have a storefront as well? Absolutely. We're at 3546 Michigan Avenue. We are co-located with 27th Letter Books. We're in the lower uh, area of the store. It's been really wonderful for us. We, uh, we opened up in mid-October, but we've got a wonderful array of games and accessories and uh, and art for sale, Uh, but we also have a rental library, so folks can come in, try the games, see what they like, uh, and we can help them find uh, either the game that they played or something something similar uh, to take home with them. 3546 Michigan Avenue. But right now, during the holidays, why not stop by and see all of the offerings, including Opal Grove Games, at Cadillac Square Markets, uh, and you'll enjoy it. I mean, it's such a festive holiday feeling, and all of you are kind of like, uh, you're all together, you know? You all look out for each other, and it's a it's a happy uh, grouping of companies there at Cadillac Square Markets. Now, it, it, Monopoly always comes to mind as a classic game that many of us grew up with. Do you carry Monopoly, or is that too mundane? <laughs> we do carry Monopoly. We do carry, the, you know, Jenga, all of the the things that folks are going to recognize. But we also hope that uh, people will be willing to try some new things. So what are some of the new things that you'd like us to try? Well, we have a couple of locally designed games that I like to point people to. Uh, one is called Three Sisters. It is by Motor City Gameworks. It is a, it's called a roll and write. And so you will roll the dice to see you know, what actions are available to take each round and go from there. It's a game about uh, backyard farming, actually. Well, that, it, uh, it, it sounds like fun. Yeah, it's a great time. The other is called Improper Nouns, uh, also a local designer, uh, and that one's a party game. Uh, So you get a noun and an adjective, and then the challenge to each player is to come up with a funny description of that combination of words based on the cards in their hand. Fabulous. Now, uh, I would presume most of the games are games that you would 
play with family or friends, uh, a, a number, two, three, four people, whatever it might be. Are, mm. Is there much calling, Aisha Blake, uh, f- the founder of Opal Grove Games, is, is there much calling for games for like one person? So, yes, actually. We have a few games that were designed specifically for one player, but a lot of the heavier games actually are nowadays designed uh, with additional single-player modes as well. You call one, you, you say he- heavier games? Yes. Yeah, so when I when I say heavier games, when I refer to weights uh, in the context of tabletop games, I'm mostly talking about the complexity of the game. I see. Yeah, one such is actually called Coffee Roaster. It's one of my favorites. We play it together as a sort of cooperative experience, which is a whole other category. But it is designed for one person, and it's a sort of puzzle. You're trying to give yourself the best chance at creating the perfect cup of coffee. Oh, wow. That's actually a game? It is. It um it's played in sort of two phases. So the first, you are slowly roasting your beans, simulating roasting your beans, and uh, making sure that the bag of beans you're going to draw from is going to give you the best chance at pulling what you are hoping for in the second phase, where you are actually testing your cup of coffee. Wild. That's wild. I mean, I guess there's just a, you can come up with a game for just about anything, and you're going to see them uh, at the Cadillac Square Markets, where you will uh, most of the time, I think, meet Aisha Blake, the founder of Opal Grove Games. You're going to find games you've never heard of before, and I think this is an excellent place to check out uh, for that very hard to buy for person and get them something they weren't expecting, a game they've maybe even never heard of, or one of the classics, uh, in the Cadillac Square Markets. And boy, oh boy, this is a, I think for some of our listeners here right now for Opportunity Detroit, they're going to seize this opportunity to come in and, and see you there at the Cadillac Square Markets and do a little uh, a little Christmas shopping. I hope so. I hope so, Thank too. It's my pleasure. Thank you for being with us, Aisha. Aisha Blake, the founder of Opal Grove Games. You can go to opalgrovegames.com or why not come on downtown and see them at Cadillac Square Market as we continue on Opportunity Detroit. Finally, on Opportunity Detroit, we meet Naima Melanson, who is the owner and designer of Young Socialites Clothier. My oh my, Maima, welcome to Opportunity Detroit, and I'm full of questions. Like, first up, what is Young Socialites Clothier? Well, uh, Young Socialites Clothier is a children's uh, and teens clothing brand, born and created in Detroit, Everything is exclusively designed by me from the fabric prints to the fabric colors. And we are also a event talent platform. So we travel the world and do fashion shows, photo shoots for really all ages. So that's how we promote our brand through self-expression, positivity uh, through fashion. Well, I love the concept. I love the idea. But how did, how did you come up with young 
socialites clothier? Well, years ago, I used to uh, plan parties for kids, and I needed a a nice name for a particular event. And I don't know, it just came to me in my dreams. I'm I'm really, really creative, and I I, I take my uh, brand seriously, all of my brands. And the name just popped in my head, like Young Socialites. It was an all-white party thing, and then it turned into a whole fashion brand from there. Well, that's amazing. I mean, that's uh, it's quite an interesting uh, uh, thought process to get from here to there. But I know you believe, Naima, that 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 fashion is for all ages, and you want to make sure that each young person has the clothing options to fit their unique style and self-expression. And there are, are a lot of of desired unique styles and uh, and self-expressions out there. Uh, where does I guess you design it all, so it's all kind of Detroit-based. Is it based yeah. on uh, New York or Los Angeles or Chicago or just completely on its own in Detroit? Well, no, it started in Detroit, and then we traveled the world. For um, I've been traveling around the U.S. and some international locations for the past nine years, and I um, have built my following over the years through that way as well. So we're all over. It just started in Detroit, but we are in New York, Miami, L.A. Oh. Uh, we've done shows in London. Yes, we have a strong following, a strong clientele. We have our own model ambassadors. So we've been doing this for a long time, and just um, I've just been making my mark all across the world. Well, and as I see it here, you've been making your mark uh, since you were 12. Yes. <laughs> yep. My mom started me into uh, doing fashion shows at our black club parties. You're you would be in charge at twelve, yes, of the fashion shows for the adults. Yes. Wow. Yep. Wow. You you <laughs> obviously knew at this early age that you had an eye for fashion. Oh yeah, I think I was born to do this because I've um, been doing it since I was twelve. I've never. Um, I've just been consistent with it for all these years. I'm almost 46 years old and um, self-taught. So it just I think I was just born to do it. Well, that's exciting. It's very exciting to find somebody who has known from the beginning what they want to do. I'm, I'm in that same category, but we should understand we're rare. Most people don't yes. know at a very young age exactly what they want to do, and then they get to do it. So that's a big deal. I know. Yes. <laughs> I hear that all the time. So, so you, I'm very blessed. <laughs> you're blessed with a mission. Explain your yep. mission again. Well, my mission has always been, I just love dressing others. And I love mentoring. I love um, just helping out the community, seeing a smile on people's face. And, and mostly, you know, just for me, um, making them feel special through fashion. And it's not just with fashion either. i um, promote, uh, we do like workshops, self-esteem workshops, uh, even I mentor small business owners, other clothing brand owners. So it's a whole umbrella of different things. And it's just all, the, the foundation is with fashion. So my mission is, you know, always been just to help the, com the fashion community out and also the business community. You know, it's some individuals that come to me that might need help with their business outside of fashion, like caterers or uh, social media um, individuals that want to learn digital marketing. You know, it's just an umbrella. I have my own, like, fashion enterprise going on. 
<laughs> well, good for you. I mean, that's really expanding what you originally started out to do. And now as a, a market vendor in this year's Cadillac Square Markets gives a lot of people an opportunity that might not know about you to get to know you and uh, and your wonderful work at uh, Young Socialites Clothier. Do you have a bricks and mortar store? Currently, I don't have a permanent location, but it is it's in the works. Um, I'm a part of Motor City Match with the city, so that's um, in the process right now to get a permanent location. And being at the Cadillac Square Market has given me an opportunity to um, just to see uh, as far as, like, um, how people are reacting with my product. And everybody's been loving the store. I've been getting so many compliments. So I think it will be a great thing to have in the city of Detroit. Well, good luck uh, with that, that uh, finding a bricks-and-mortar place. But there's nothing wrong with uh, taking advantage of your current advantage, not having the expense of a, mm-hmm. a bricks-and-mortar place. And having the opportunity to have people come down to Cadillac Square Markets, maybe not necessarily in the beginning for you, but for some of the other stores that are down there that they're familiar with, and then they can't help but see you and say, yes. like I would, what in the heck is Young Socialites Clothier? <laughs> so they'll, yes, come, in. they'll yes. come in and try to figure it out. Yes, I hear people walk past and say, oh, Young Socialites Clothier, it just sounds so... I've had stores in the past, but never for my particular brand. So it's just a good feeling to hear that. And people walk in the door saying they want to be a young socialite. I have all ages walking through the doors saying that. So it's a really a catchy name. Yeah, I want. um, Heck, I want to be a. I want to be a young socialite, (laughs) but I think that ship might have passed for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, we cater to all ages. We just specialize in kids and children's apparel, but. Anybody can be a young socialite. All right. Very good. And uh, what would be uh, your long-term hopes and dreams for for what you're doing for Young Socialites Clothier? Okay. So um, my dreams have never changed. I always, like I said, been focusing on helping others, uh, building other clothing brands, um, independent brands. And I just want to be able to t- travel the world more and just um, show everybody what Young Socialites is all about, or just my whole fashion enterprise. But I'm just all for helping the community and um, just showing them the way because it's just so many um, opportunities out there. And then some people might not know how to find the opportunities, and I just want to be that network for them. I want to provide that platform for anyone that might be lost with what they're trying to focus on, not just related to fashion. And it it is a way to um, teach yourself over time, you know, the skills that you might need to pursue your dreams. Well, that's a, that's a big bite. Uh, that's a, you know, a, a large chunk of something to do along with uh, the designing and uh, and maintaining these fashions for all ages, but uh, mm-hmm. specializing in children and teens. And um, if, if you were to describe what we'd find at the market right now, the Cadillac Square Markets, tell us uh, something you're most proud of or, or that one of the things, many things you're proud of at the market for sale and, and give us a kind of a ballpark on what, what we're looking at for pricing. Okay. So the market has been wonderful. Let me just make that known since day one, the vibe is like really uh, not where we've been used to in the city because I was born and raised in the city and it's just so wonderful down here. And we get so many compliments from, 
people that walk through, people, tourists, even people that live in the inner city. And there's so many people that haven't even visited the market yet, so I pr- try to promote it on a daily basis, like come down and visit us. But the price points are, um, it varies for my shop. My price point varies from like $10 to uh, about $75. And uh, for the other local vendors, I wasn't able to go in every shop as of yet because I'm working every day. Yeah. But um, it's just a, a variation of different um, shops. Christmas gills. We even have um, dog doggy apparel, um, vintage <laughs> apparel. It's just a, a variation of nice shops in a um, Cadillac Square market. Well, there's a lot to choose from there, and that's the beauty yes. of, of the Cadillac Square markets. Like I say, uh, people might not be uh, initially until they hear about you and heard about you here with young socialites clothier but they they're down looking at something and then they're walking around and there's your shop i'm sure there's some mm-hmm. things that grab their attention they come on in yeah and they uh, they kind of get educated to it and the price points are fine from ten dollars to seventy five dollars and uh, you made it clear that you take care of uh, all ages what else do we need to know about young socialites clothing before we uh, be, clothier before we let you go well, you can um, visit our website to learn more and shop our products. That is under YSBodier.com. That is like our um, also better known as name. <laughs> we also go by YS. Uh, we are on Instagram under YS Clothier, Facebook, uh, the same name. And we also have our own magazine publication where all the designs, of course, are created by me. All the photo shoots are created by me. We don't take outside submissions. So that's just another outlet that we uh, promote our brand on, and that's under Young Socialites Clothier as well. All right. So we need to remember both, though, Young Socialites Clothier, but also YSClothier.com. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's also uh, easy, but that's important to note, YSClothier.com. At the moment, yes. no bricks-and-mortar store, so uh, now more than ever is your chance to get down and see the Young Socialites Clothier uh, right there at Cadillac Square Markets, a beautiful place to uh, to begin and end uh, Christmas, holiday, Kwanzaa, uh, everything, every holiday, uh, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, you can celebrate it with a nice gift like this. And I thank you very much, uh, Naima. We wish you best of luck. Thank you so much for this opportunity, and you guys have a great day. All right, you do the same thing, Naima Melanson. Uh, she's it. She started it, the children's clothing and trends, and she'll really get clothing for all ages for your unique style and for the kids, especially looking for some self-expression with Young Socialite uh, Clothier or YSClothier.com to get more information. Well, tis the season. I hope you'll get down to this year's Cadillac Square Markets. It's always a wonderful experience. It's beautifully set up, and you'll have an opportunity to see uh, uh, Yvette, uh, Yvette uh, Jenkins, the founder of Love Travels Imports, uh, and see what she has to offer. Uh, Aisha, Aisha uh, Blake, the founder of Opal Grove Games. That sounds like uh, a lot of fun, too. Um, as well as uh, what we've got going on with uh, Naima Melanson. So, uh, as Young Socialized Clothier, lots to do. We thank all of our guests, and we especially thank you. Talk to you in the mornings from 6 till 9 on WJR. Regards, Paul W. Smith.